the only it's usually the small things which a dietitian can they can sort of support you in the small changes that will make the biggest impact. Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Hey there, thank you for joining us this week. Today's guest is a registered dietitian that keeps it easy. She helps RDs get clinical resources and counseling tools to get comfortable and build confidence as dietitians. This topic is definitely featured for some dietitians out there listening, but to everyone else, we talk about what a dietitian is, how they can help in your health journey, and why you may need to talk to a registered dietitian. So join us for this conversation. Well, it's so great to have you here, Shawnee. Will you introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are and what you do? Yes, my name is Shawnee. I'm a registered dietitian. I'm a certified diabetes educator. I am the founder of a company called Nutrition Cheat Sheets. I help uh, in, in my company, I specifically help new dietitians learn how to do clinical nutrition um, in a very hands-on way. So I sort of teach new dietitians how to just like get their legs under them. Um, and having said that, I am a clinical dietitian myself. I tend to work in um, hospital settings, long-term care settings, um, and doing sort of general counseling for um, mostly older adults is, would be considered my specialty. That's a little bit about me. Okay. I love hearing all that. Now, I think no matter who you are within your family, there's always someone that needs a dietitian or has talked to a dietitian. Maybe they need a dietitian because their doctor says you have prediabetes. They're given the handouts and there's so much more that goes into it without having that connection with a dietitian. Why are we missing that step? I think it's because doctors just don't know any better. I think that's really the bottom line. I think doctors sort of underestimate the power of nutrition, which is ironic because it's the first line recommendation for every single med- medical condition out there. It's never medication. It's always a lifestyle change, which means that a dietitian should be the number one referral on the list and it never is. Doctors just don't know. They sort of think that it's a, oh, they, they stop free diabetes, just stop eating potatoes, they'll be fine. But they don't, they don't know, they don't take into account the nuances that can go into that. The cultural portions of the conversation that become relevant, the lifestyle changes that would need to be made. Like they just, they don't, they don't think that through because they've never been trained in it. Doctors are trained in medical conditions and medication. Dietitians are trained in food and nutritional relevance. And it's a world of difference. And I think there's just, on the doctor's end, there's just not that like intuitive connection for most of them. So they, they miss it. They miss out on it. They miss out on this wonderful opportunity to refer really, really good qualified people to somebody that can be extremely helpful. Yes. A dietitian. A thousand percent. Not a nutritionist, but a dietitian with a medical background. And that's absolutely for the part you want that training. You absolutely want that training. Somebody that knows what they're looking at when they read Google. That's right. 
And if someone is confused about a dietitian and a nutritionist, I know we've talked about it here on the podcast. If you want to kind of clarify that and the differences between that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's everybody, it's every dietitian's favorite topic. A registered dietitian has formal training. We have been to school. We probably have a master's degree, if not an, a further advanced degree. We have um, a training of that, like a very heavy science background. Usually that's, that's like paired with a, a medical training background. Like my, all of my, all of my classes were basically pre-med classes. Um, it's just, you just take it in a different direction. Whereas a nutritionist, you could be a nutritionist. They could be a nutritionist. Anybody can be a nutritionist. All you need is a little business card that says nutritionist on it, but you don't have to have any experience, any training, um, any even references, except maybe like, I lost weight and I can show you how. It's just, there's no, there's no science. There's no formal science training to it, which makes whoever you choose as a nutritionist a very questionable choice. As a dietitian, you, you know who you're going to get. You're getting somebody with heavy, heavy training. Yes. And a couple of times I've had a family member um, have these diagnoses of prediabetes and they get no helpful guidance within there. And I know you in your resources, really just break it down simple. How do you uh, portray that within your educational materials? So this is sort of where this whole thing in Nutrition Cheat Sheet stems from, being able to just explain medical conditions to people in a way that was really simple. And what I've found is that most people struggle with a couple of things. First, nobody has ever told them like what their condition actually is. They'll, they'll say, oh, you have pre-diabetes, cut out the carbs. But they might have absolutely no idea what diabetes means. They might not even know what a carbohydrate is. So starting at the very beginning, going super basic, not in a judgmental way, but just in a clarifying way, just what do you need to know? Where's your starting point? Let's get you the basics so that you can start building on it. And that's the only thing that's going to improve your health. If you have diabetes and you don't know what a carbohydrate is, you're never getting better. You're never getting your blood sugars under control. But somebody has to sit down and explain to you what the difference between chicken and rice is and then help you understand that there's a place for everything and then also help you understand uh, how each one of those things can fit in a bigger picture. So as long as I think like the, the counseling technique that I tend to follow is always motivational interviewing, it's very useful. But beyond that, I think it's also very helpful to just um, give people the simple answers that they're going to use over and over and over again. I love that you bring motivational interviewing in there too, because um, yes, you can follow the certain scientific guidance for the diet, but also asking those questions to get a little bit more, get uh, knowing the person and making that connection. And oh, it's as simple as, you know, making a habit, <laughs> switching something up in their yeah. daily lifestyle to kind of help that out. Yeah. And it's usually the small things. It's usually just, helping people understand that, you know, maybe, maybe I should switch from, you know, my morning bagel to sliced bread. And that can make a big change and it doesn't like rock their world, but it definitely changes their health outcome. And that can be really significant. I mean, the doctors aren't going to explain that to you. They just don't know. They just don't have the information to give you, but a dietitian can, they can sort of support you in the small changes that will make the biggest impact. 
And you have resources for dietitians to use for their patient education. Um, I'll just read a couple here. You have diet basics, clinical essentials. There's a holiday healthy eating. Um, You even have uh, acute care, intuitive eating, cardiac, renal, diabetes. You hit in all the major uh, categories. Yeah, and keep in mind, like, these are really very general and basic resources. If you're a renal dietitian, you're probably not going to get that much out of my resources, but they're not meant for you. They're, they're meant for people that are having, like, more basic conversations with their patients and with their clients, which I think is what a, a lot of dietitians have, especially a lot of new dietitians. A lot of new dietitians don't roll out of bed and be like, I'm going into renal, and suddenly they're in a dialysis center. You know, like, these are things that take some time, and a lot of people don't need the specifics. A lot of people just need why they need to start with the basics. And that's, that's where I come in. Okay. And then also some uh, helpful resources within clinical labs and understanding those as well as food guide sources. Yeah. So everything you mentioned earlier was all patient education. So you're sitting down for the first time with a patient. You don't know where to start explaining birds, you pull out the handout, you just boop, 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 you go right down the handout. Everybody understands what you're talking about. They get the handout, they walk away, they understand what's on the sheet and they can use it. But as a dietitian, we do more than just have conversations with people about food. We evaluate lab work. We have to understand how to manage a patient who's in the ICU, who's intubated, um, who's not eating by mouth. Like there's a whole range of things that we do outside of just the counseling the conversations and the this is what a low sodium diet is and this is how you follow it so i have a lot of clinical resources that um, people can use to sort of again get their legs under them help them orient themselves to the things that they learned in school but weren't really specific enough to implement into real life that's where those resources come in so helpful and can you tell us a little bit more about your healthy holiday eating guide what are some good tips in there oh as we come into the season right (laughs) Yeah. So the healthy holiday, it's probably, you know, it's probably a little passe right now. Everybody is really into mindful eating and healthy every size sort of thing. And this really helps people understand serving sizes and portion sizes. So if you are the kind of dietitian that pays attention to calorie counts in a sense, or like serving sizes and like what a serving is and what that means in terms of energy and nutrient needs, this is a really good packet for you. It has Four of the biggest like food holidays. So there's Thanksgiving, there's like the Super Bowl, there's Cinco de Mayo, like all of those days where people go ham on food and, and just sort of like forget health. <laughs> so it's out of the window. They have 18 margaritas and, you know, like 84 bags of corn chips or something. And they don't, you know, they just don't think it through. This helps people just get a better understanding about what they're actually putting in their body and help them make, you know, better decisions because we know a lot of people who struggle with health are going to be doing these things. Like, th- this is normal American lifestyle. Like, they're going to the Super Bowl party. No matter what you tell, they're going to eat those chicken with things. They're going to do it all. But the, so in order to be able to, like, meet them where they are, give them real-life serving sizes, so not, like, one chicken wing, and this is your serving, so two, two chicken wings. Like, if we start where they are and help them understand what they need based on what they're going to do anyway and make adjustments, like seeing them for what they are, I think we can get a lot farther in helping people sort of maintain and manage their health overall. It's not the, it's not a packet for everybody. Not everybody is interested in like 
drilling down into calorie counts and things like that, serving sizes. But if you are, and I think it's, I think there's always a time and place for it. I think it's very valuable. This is the, this is a resource that you're going to use with your clients, like over and over all throughout the year. I love that. Um, what would you just tell, you know, someone who's not a dietitian, uh, to be interested in talking with a dietitian, what are the benefits? Well, first of all, <laughs> dietitians are wonderful people. So if you sit down with a dietitian, you're probably just going to have a really enjoyable conversation and you're going to get a lot out of it. So whereas the doctor tends to focus on, um, on like the medications you need to take and the, the, the like harsh realities of, of what your medical condition is, a dietitian is going to give you real life action steps to implement those things and maybe even not even have to take medication. Like the power of food is so underrated that if you can follow a diet that is beneficial to whatever health outcome, your health, health challenge that you're dealing with, you're probably going to be able to at the very least pair back that medication that they prescribe. So doctors are just sort of medication focused. Like if you've got high cholesterol, take this medication. Whereas a dietitian would say, oh, you have high cholesterol? Let's talk about fiber. <laughs> and there's delicious foods that have fiber in it. Like you might even discover some foods that you didn't know that you wanted to eat before. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, I always did like oatmeal, but I thought it was bad for me because somebody told me, you know, carbs are bad. So I stopped eating oatmeal. But now you have this whole grouping of foods available to you that are actually beneficial. You're not going to get that anywhere else. Who else do you talk to food with? And, and, and get positive outcomes. Just the dietitians. Dietitians are amazing. We love dietitians. We're all the best. Um, that's what a lot of my clients will say. They'll be like, oh, really? I didn't know milk was good for me or oatmeals were okay to eat. You know, because uh, we live in a in diet cultural culture world where it's demonized. It's labeled as good or bad. And that is hard to do. Yeah, we skip all of the trendy stuff. We go straight to the science. We give you hard, cold facts. But then in addition to the facts, we give you ways to actually solve your problem. That's what we do. Exactly. Realistic ways, right? Easy. Yes. <laughs> yes. We, we live in the real world. We eat food too. We like it to taste good. We want to stay healthy. Yes. So what does someone say to you when they look at your plate? Do they ever say, a dietitian eats that? What would be something that they would say that? Sometimes new people do. They'll give you a little side eye. But I, I think there are some people, um, I think most people will quickly understand that for many dietitians, not everybody, but for many dietitians, we got into this profession because we love food. And food is a big part of our lives. And we understand portion sizes. We understand moderation. Like we understand these things in a very inherent level. Does it mean that we never overeat or like overindulge or eat an extra cookie when we probably really shouldn't of course we do you know everybody is a human being but on the flip side of that also have a very clear understanding you know sort of like when enough is enough and how to make changes and adjustments and sort of like balance things out over the long haul so if somebody gives me the side eye and look at my plate of food I mean that's just, that, that seems like a, a them problem right <laughs> Oh, so much. I'm going to enjoy my lasagna. There's no shame here. I will here. have some salad yeah. on no, no. I'll probably have more vegetables on my plate than they will. You know what I mean? Like, people tend to have very unbalanced ways of thinking about food. It's either all or nothing. Like, oh, I never eat any vegetables. Or I only eat vegetables. Like, it, it, it's that sort of, like, sad mentality where 
since you told me this, so this is the only thing that I can do. Right. And I know, I mean, oh, how long have I been a diet? Maybe like 18 years, I think I've been a dietitian. But in the very beginning, you know, I had my plate wanting to look perfect and lots of vegetables and everything. And now if someone comments on it, I just own it. I'm like, heck yeah, I'm eating this. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, delicious. Do you want some? Right. Did I get you some? Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, I love that. Um, where can people find and connect with you? I am always on social media at Nutrition Cheat Sheets. You can find me easily there. Same thing on Facebook, Nutrition Cheat Sheets. Um, YouTube, Nutrition Cheat Sheets. And then for email, I'm just at shani at nutritioncheatsheets.com. Email me anytime. But, um, you know, just nutritioncheatsheets.com and you can just find all of my contact information. I try to make myself very, very accessible. I'm always on in the comments and love answering questions so if you've got any if you're a person that's got some health conditions if you're a new dietitian that has some questions about about working as a dietitian i'm i'm always around i am always open and i encourage people to reach out i love that thank you any other last takeaways before we close thank you for bearing with me and all of the noise going on around me thank you so much Casey. i appreciate you giving me your time thank you I have so much fun talking with other dietitians on this podcast. And hopefully, the whole point of this is, is to bring more exposure of dietitians to you to help you with your health needs. Maybe you have prediabetes. Maybe you have some IBS. Maybe you have a food allergy. And that's where a dietitian can be extremely helpful. What we have talked about and what Shawnee has definitely shown you We care so much for your health and want you to be successful in simple ways to keep nutrition easy and realistic for you. So thank you so much for joining us on the Daily Dietitian Podcast.